0: This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant Spotify.
1: Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every live show here on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. There we go. Brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies all the days of the week. Boy, oh boy, I am just, now I'm all twitter painted. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you watching live, you got to see me totally bungle the opening. For those of you listening or watching on YouTube, due to the magic of editing, it was not nearly as bad the second time. Well, now they know. All right. Eh. Edit that out. Eh. It was funny. Uh, Thank you for joining us uh, for the live show. If you don't uh, join us, the live show is 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Wednesdays. And if not, you can catch us via uh, podcast, iTunes, Mm -hmm. uh, however you enjoy the show. Thank you so much. And if uh, you don't mind, leave us uh, a thumbs up, subscribe, like it, all that good stuff. Throw a a comment on there, but only if it's a nice one because I'm a fragile snowflake and it hurts my feels when people say mean things about us.
2: It's true.
1: It's actually not true. I've, after doing what we've done for as long as we have I have very thick skin at this stage and thank goodness because otherwise this would be a really bad job <laughs> if you had yeah
0: you can't really read the, the YouTube comments are the worst I don't read those our,
1: our YouTube community is actually pretty nice mm-hmm. honestly uh, but every now and then you get someone who sends you some some nasty yeah, like comment and you just gotta like brush it off
0: weight. It's, you know,
1: even...
0: <laughs> I don't like those comments
1: not enough gains yeah you know what I mean Uh, So everybody joining us live, thank you so much. We hope you enjoy the show. And we've got quite a bit to talk about. So if you've been listening to the Frontline Gaming Podcast Network or pretty much consuming any media uh, about 40K at this point in time, it's all about uh, Iron Hands, specifically Marines in general, but all about Iron Hands. And if you Mm -hmm. really want to get the nitty gritty on some of the statistical breakdown of what's actually happening and not look at uh, knee-jerk kind of emotional reactions, Check out the last 40K stat Center that just went live today, Wednesday, when we're recording. If you're listening to this on, um, on Friday when the, uh, when our podcast goes out, you can go back and check it out. Uh, it's on the YouTube channel. Um, check it out and your suspicions iTunes. will be confirmed.
0: Yeah. Uh, Iron Hands actually are <laughs> OP. So this time you'll say uh, your, your
1: knee-jerk reactions uh, were correct? In this instance, it is justified. <laughs> Which is yeah. unusual. Yeah. Yeah. So we won't dig into that too much, and we're going to talk about it later in the show. We'll, we'll, we'll gloss over it, but if you really want to hear the nitty-gritty on it, mm-hmm. check out the last 40K Stat Center, because they, break it, they yeah. break it down in Pablo detail. Pablo Show,
0: they also talked about it quite more yeah. emotionally.
1: Yeah. Pablo's, more emotionally
0: than scientifically on theirs.
1: Uh, Chapter Tactics was <laughs> from Venus, and Stat Center was from Mars <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on this one.
2: <laughs>
1: that was good. That, that was like a good it? one. Uh, every now and then. Mm-hmm. I, I got it. Uh, but let's talk about the new pre-order up this week from Games Workshop, which, of course, you can get from Frontline Gaming at a discounted price with free shipping options within the continental United States. And that is the first in the Psychic Awakening offerings. Yeah. Blood of the Phoenix, which features uh, Eldar versus uh, Dark Eldar, or uh, Adriani versus Jukari. Mm-hmm. And we've got a brand new plastic Phoenix Lord, Jane Czar, the model's amazing. The rules have left some people feeling a little flat. Mm-hmm. Plastic Helling Banshees, plastic Incubi, and a plastic Drezar, mm-hmm. which are all very cool in addition to some other units in there. Uh, it's pretty good value for the box set. Uh, it's a little expensive, but you get a ton of stuff in it. Uh, so definitely check that out if those uh, models tickle your fancy. Mm-hmm. And then there's the, 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 I don't want to call it a codex, the, the book, the Psychic Awakening book also, that uh, has all kinds of cool stuff in there. Um, there's all kinds of reviews that are popping up on FrontlineGaming.org. If you want to go check them out, so there's some good read, good reading material. But uh, kind of give you a, a 30,000 feet above of what it is, uh, the cool stuff in it. You can make your own craft world. Um, you, can mm-hmm. own, uh, you can make your own any flavor of drukari. You can make your own cabal, witch cult, or uh, homunculus coven. Uh, like kind of choose your own adventure style. You do have to give up a lot. It's the same with Space Marine successor chapters. Where you don't get access to the named characters and such, but if you build around it, there's some really cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, especially, I think Jukari got the best of it um, in that regard. Uh, plus, there's also the yanari rules in there, and the one that I was that I found to be the coolest was the um, uh, special rules for Ezarchs. Mm-hmm. So uh, every Ezarch for the for Eldar has a special ability. You can either switch it out for a new one. Or you could pay one CP to give them two, the one that they come with and a new one. And some of them are really, really strong. Mm -hmm. Some of them are are just flavorful. You'll never take them. But some of them are really cool. Um, One of the standouts is you can make um, um, Dark Reaper Azark able to shoot characters, which is extremely strong. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or you can have them add one to the the, uh, number of shots on their profile. So you can give them an Eldar missile launcher and make it. And they don't need shots. line of sight, right? Uh, the Tempest launcher doesn't need line of sight. Okay. So, and that's the one I think you're going to take the most with that option, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's quite good. It's two d six shots, and if I remember correctly, it's strength five. I think. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's strength five or four, and it's like AP two, if I remember right. correctly. So
0: really good to take out those pesky Space Marine buffing characters. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. That, that's that's so precisely you what you want to use it for.
0: How to beat Iron Hands? Well, take dark reaper I'm there you
1: sorry. go they will definitely help uh they will definitely help yep because you know one of those a uh, fun <laughs> little trick you could do is uh if they've got their character with the iron stone like i've been saying if you're an iron hands player not that anybody wants you to get better at what you do
2: mm-hmm.
1: but if you're taking the iron stone on a low wound character
0: like a lieutenant or something, something yeah. like that
1: or like a tech marine because it's cheap mm-hmm. um the other player try and kill any unit that they're next to so that they can't use the strat to absorb the wounds, hit them with mind war. Um, and then hit them with the, uh, dark Eldar or the dark keeper Ezark and you have really good odds of killing them. Mm-hmm. So little stuff like that, you're going to have to look forward to find ways to try and, you know, overcome the, the, the iron hands defense. Uh, and we'll talk more about that later, but it's fun stuff yeah. like that. <clears throat> uh, one of the other ones that was really cool. It's it, not always applicable, but when it is, it's going to be, it's it's one of those things that when it comes into play, it's going to be huge.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, the fire dragon as art can make fire dragons treat their weapon as pistols.
2: Okay. So nice.
1: again, it's not always going to come up, but when it does, it's huge.
0: Because then they're just monsters in close combat.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you, you know, if they survive one round of combat with a knight mm-hmm. or whatever. Or if for, they get to go first. Uh, well, you, you only shoot.
0: Oh, you your shooting your shooting so, phase. Correct, so it's yeah.
1: usually the second round of combat. Yeah uh usually usually the second or third round of combat, mm-hmm. so it doesn't come up that often, but it's one of those things that the fire dragon haszark's ability is not very good anyway mm-hmm. so when it like if you're when it's good it's really good. I'll put it that way right like if for some reason, like a knight you end up in combat with a knight and they didn't kick you for some reason, mm-hmm. like you're gonna annihilate them on your turn so there's cool stuff in there like that. Um, a lot of the, the uh, Aspect Warriors don't get taken very much, mm-hmm. uh, but this gives you a lot of utility. And the, one of the coolest ones is that pretty much all the fast Aspect Warriors, Swooping Hawks, um, Shiny Spears, uh, uh, Warp Spiders, one of the options that they can switch for, it's very cool, is that at the end of the fight or after you fight, you can leave combat.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, at the end of the fight phase, you can just withdraw from combat. So it, there's all kinds of shenanigans you can do with that, right? Like you can leave combat at the end of your player of your opponent's uh, fight phase, mm-hmm. and then in your turn you can shoot and charge and act normally because you're not in combat. Uh, you just get extra movement. It's a really versatile ability. Um, is it enough to make the average player want to take warp spiders? I don't know. Maybe not, but it's certainly cool, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, you know, things like Swooping Hawks, you actually see on the table quite a bit. They are actually really good for winning the mission. Um, and this is just one more tool in the toolbox to make them appealing. So, uh, is it as exciting as the Space marine release? Not really, but it's definitely cool and it adds it adds some uh, utility to mm-hmm. uh, Drakari and Eldar players. Let's jump into the chat and see what people have to say. Uh, Jane Zar, only half as many attacks as Iron Father Pharos, Pharaoh's, but... Um, Dramaticor is, is lamenting it, it Janezar she was she's okay like she's not a bad character but she's not good enough to take over like a farseer mm-hmm. or something like that her new ability like losing disarm was really annoying I didn't think that was necessary but um, her new ability like if you find yourself playing against horde armies a lot or she gets an attack for every model within two inches it can be good um, she's cheap she's super fast you can't overwatch her like she like you could make her work in a list if you wanted to it's just she doesn't jump off the page at you as being powerful mm-hmm. um i'd say she's a solid you know one thumb up one thumb down yeah. character not bad not great um uh Drazar, on the other hand i think you could totally make him work especially in the new marine meta that we're in uh, anybody that's got ap3 attacks and is relatively, I think he's priced pretty reasonably. And he can attack twice. Mm-hmm. So he by himself could be appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets plus one to wound uh, mm-hmm. against, um, you know, he's going to be wounding most Marines on twos. Mm-hmm. They're only going to get a six-up save. So Drezor, I think, could totally be a tool in the toolbox for Drukari players that you actually see a lot because as the environment changes to give him lots of targets that he's going to be good against, um totally you totally might see it and he has an invul save which is nice Mm -hmm. but uh the attack twice and the ap uh three weapon is is solid um again we'll see but i could totally see that uh tommy next says please tell me the crimson fist can be competitive now with the new supplement oh yeah they're imperial fist crimson fist are really good uh uh, really all, good.
0: every every release has been really good.
1: Sir Panda Pant says Drezor plus Incubai with the new rules can one shot a knight. Yeah, the plus one to wound aura that he has for Inky is very obviously it's very, very strong. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so people, just getting
0: him up the field. That's the Yeah, well I mean luckily challenge
1: uh, Dark Eldar really or Drakari are really good at that, right? Mm-hmm. Like just, if I was going to play him I would take him with nine Incubai and a Raider mm-hmm. and either deep strike him or depending on, you know, what the the mission parameters are, like Jam up the table on turn one or deep strike him or whatever, and you have pretty good odds of getting him there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And you just have that one turn where you have to try and survive, and then you're in melee. Um, and then you know they're usually going to be hitting on twos and such. So, some people feel that Incubier is still a little too expensive. I, I think they're right at the cusp of it, but in a marine meta, I think that they, they could definitely, um. Uh, be a viable choice mm-hmm. because they're going to be really good at cutting through, you know, normal marine infantry, which is what you need to be able to do. Uh, Tommy, Nick, yeah, don't worry about it. Crimson Fist and, and uh, Imperial Fist are extremely good. Uh, Mr. Bridges, is there overall much power creep in this for Psychic Release? It seems mild, which I think is positive. Uh, everybody in Psychic Awakening gets everyone that's in Psychic Awakening gets better. Mm-hmm it's just by degrees to which that occurs, right? Like, I feel like Psychic Awakening for Yanni was a very mild buff, mm-hmm. still a buff, still cool, but it's not like, I don't, I think Azrayani players are like jumping up and down, like, oh my gosh, Jukari definitely, I think, got a little bit more to be excited about. Yeah. Um, but some of the, the <clears throat> Psychic Awakening books that have yet to come are make a big difference. And like I said last time, mm-hmm. um, obviously we can't give any specific details, but, if you're a Grey Knights player, I would be really excited. Yeah, There's a lot to get pumped about. And some of the Psychic Awakening books are really beneficial. So uh, just be patient. Uh, wait for your day to come. But uh, I don't think any of them are going to have the impact that Marines had no. on the meta. But they definitely give some fun see, and it's something new. Bust. I mean, this is
0: something we didn't see in any previous edition where we were yeah. getting so many updates so quickly. So many new model releases. Like, people... Should be happy, not great. Yeah. Nice players, but everyone else. Well, no.
2: Again, we
1: can't, can't we can't give any specifics, right. of course. But like in my opinion, they are one of the armies that benefits the most okay. from psychic awakening when when their day comes. And as GW yeah. said, pretty much everybody is in it. Yeah. So you could safely assume that your army is going to get a buff from psychic awakening. Just Good. it's just a matter of when, right? And then you know everyone's reaction to it's going to be different, but. Yeah.
0: I think it's all really good. I stuff. like this direction that they're yeah. taking, to be honest, because like honestly, they can do if they wanted to every year do some sort of new campaign, you know, call it what you will, advance the story every single year a little yeah. bit, and then you can update every codex or every faction get a, an update within that, you know, yeah. campaign like There's... new character releases, resculps, new rules for the resculps, new psychic powers, new. So I do if this is the way it's going to go, which it sounds like it, because they've done this two years in a row now. At first it was Vigilus, and now we're doing Psychic Awakening. Um, I'm very happy with it.
1: As a business model, I agree with you.
0: And not having any updates. I mean, everyone can, not everyone, but we can recall back 5th edition, between 5th and 7th edition, where you would have years between any kind of information for
1: your codex at all. Back then, we got two, maybe three codexes a year, and that was
0: Right and almost almost no new
1: models. No for the most part unless it
0: was like new faction release or something So when the
1: codex came out you usually would get new models, but you're talking a five six year wait Mm -hmm. Uh, And And, now and it
0: was stagnant.
1: It was very like fifth edition was my favorite edition for for tournament play Mm
2: -hmm. uh,
1: Because it it, it works so well for tournaments and that was when tournaments exploded Mm -hmm. that was when the independent tournament scene just went fire. Yeah, but I I, and I've my biggest critique of it was that at the end of it it was I was it was like pulling teeth it was boring like I knew because the game was solvable back then like you could literally you could know every rule in the game and because the change occurred so slowly that I could I would go to the table and I'd look at my opponent's list and I would know exactly how the game was going to go Mm -hmm. and at which point depending on how the dice fell, if I was going to win or lose the game. Mm-hmm. It got so boring, right? And, like, you could truly master the game back then, but it, it really got dull. And at the end of the edition, I would have stopped playing if it wasn't for frontline gaming, or I would have played way less.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it just wasn't as exciting anymore. And so now it's, like, the opposite, where we're getting bombarded with information, and there's, there's negatives to that.
2: Mm-hmm. But I,
1: I would rather have this than the, the desert that we were in. Right. Right, it's like, all about finding a balance yeah, and yeah.
0: games workshop is a business. So they have to release stuff to sell or else there's um, no business there. <laughs> like, yeah. And so like, but that can turn into a glut kind of, I feel sometimes when you have like, you're going to, you know, your local game store to of play and you have four books that you're taking information from. And um, so it, it can be a lot, a lot more, but I, I'm very thankful that we're seeing things like this.
1: If it's, if it's going to be still. one or the other, I'd rather have information overload than a dearth mm-hmm. of it. But um, like in a perfect if I could wave a magic wand, I would slow down the pace of 40k a little bit. Yeah. But again, you know, we don't have, we don't make those choices. Yeah. And I would rather have this than have, you know, one codex every six months.
0: <laughs> that right. Was, that was
1: not fun. Yeah. Um, let's jump in chat, actually. I'm curious What did they used what? to
0: release in between?
1: Nothing. There was literally nothing. Fantasy? You got white dwarf. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it, I don't remember to be honest. Yeah, you would
1: get two army. You would get two fantasy, two forty k usually
2: mm-hmm.
1: books in a year. So you would get one every couple months. Yeah, but it was oh my gosh, it was so slow. Uh, Buzzjay, thank you so much for your continued subscription via Twitch Prime. <clears> we appreciate <throat> it. Uh, Jamal Collins, we can't answer specific stuff yeah. like that. Um, Their codex is really good though. Yeah, Harleys, uh, they're in a target-rich environment right now. They're good at killing vehicles, and vehicles are all over the place. And they, at, they mow through infantry. Yeah, they, I was just about to say that. They, they mow through elite infantry. Well, I they're mean, really even, even blobs. Like, I've movies. had
0: Frankie's Harlequins, like a six-man troop, and maybe a character go into a 30-man unit and wipe them because they have the attack twice stress and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I, I think Har- they're pure, really pure good. Pure harlequins are hard to play, I think. Still, but they're going to
0: complement. Well, they're hard to play, but they're if you play them well, you're going to do. You're going to yeah. be
1: good. Yeah, they're, they're going to complement Drakari and Aziriani. Like I was saying last show, mm-hmm. with you know Iron Hands as incredibly prevalent as they are, in Vehicles such a big part of the game right now. If I was a playing Aziriani and or Eldari, excuse me, like uh, Eldar soup, mm-hmm. and I didn't mind not being pure. If you want to go pure, it's not an option clearly, but. If you don't mind that i would take 18 haywire jet bikes and, and that'd be the baseline of every eldar yeah. list i wrote
0: the downside is that's pricey the models models are expensive
1: yeah i mean it's so. an, the, the hobby is not a cheap hobby right, right? like but you're but right And, and harlequins
0: know, i mean it's nice that they have their own codex but traditionally you they were really meant to just be a, a supplement to the eldar you would throw in a couple units of them. Yeah. So that's, I mean, they're, you, sh- you shouldn't feel bad about playing them that way. Unless, again, this is an ITC thing where you really want right. to go for pure faction, pure faction then yeah. okay. But honestly, like, you're right. If I was riding a, a dark Eldar or an Eldar, I'm going to always call them that list, um, Harlequins would play a big part. Because oh, Haywire. And, and, and then, I mean, the I, fusion pistols. Well, they're fast. The car- yeah. They're
1: good for missions and they're good at killing infantry too. They're, they're just hard to hit, they have unit, a four up inbull save.
0: They ignore terrain yeah. and intervening models with their flip belts. Yep. So, um, yeah.
1: Uh,
2: really-
1: Primark Saphirius says that he thinks, or <clears throat> they think, uh, Drezar is a great choice now, and I agree. I think in the current meta, it's it's you're gonna see him taken because mm-hmm. that, that's the thing with the uh, Drukari is that like they their HQs they're not like super HQ dependent, so you can you're not like giving up a Farseer to take him. Uh, so I think you will see them uh, popping up, especially if you're in a Marine heavy meta, which everybody, pretty much everybody is yeah. right now. Um, Scroll up. There was a couple more I wanted to assess. Valerie says that uh, they don't think 18 Harley bikers are good against Space Marine Infantry. Uh, their shooting isn't the best. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. But they're they, in melee, they actually are very good against Space Marine Infantry because they... You can kit them up to just like mow through. Yeah. Um,
0: and that's, and you, I mean, you'd be having other things to deal
1: with here. Yeah, they're not shooting at infantry. Yeah. They're shooting at the vehicles, unless you're playing like White Scars or Raven Guard, who often don't have any vehicles, in which case you're just going to use them to go into melee and they're not slouches in combat. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and they're fast. You they're mean, be super picking up fast, objectives. Yeah. Totally. Like, yeah they're, it's they're, a good option. And
1: their shooting's not bad against yeah. the Marines. It's not amazing. I think they pair bad.
0: better with Dark Eldar than they do with Eldar. So yes, I think Dark Elder have more tools that they that I don't know how to explain this. they fill
1: gaps in the Drakari army yep. that, that Elder may not have. But
0: Drakari themselves have a ton of vehicle busting options.
1: Yep, like every one of the
0: squads can take last cannons.
1: Well, they can all take uh, blasters. And blasters are so hit or miss though. Like the, on paper, they look like they should yeah. just dominate. No, but they have the what are the dark lances? You can take yeah, it's that's you, still pretty good. You don't see it that frequently, though. Usually you just see the blasters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you are correct. You are totally But correct. their
0: basic squads can all take yeah. those. Like, you can load up five-man squads with these things. So,
1: Jomanticore uh, says 18 haywire jet bikes bounce off Iron Hands. And Iron um, Hands Air
0: Force is an issue. That's not. That's
1: actually not true. But if you're a dark,
0: dark Eldar player, you have flyers as well that are very good. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then again, like we, we were saying, you really want to come up with a plan to try and take out some of the characters, if at all possible. And um, Eldar do have options for that, like we were just discussing. Uh, so anyway, we'll jump back over to the show notes. Some interesting conversation there in the chat as always. We can
0: do a whole show on just, just that. answering I questions. I know yeah. we're going to, we're going to get caught in the iron hands thing. Oh yeah. Uh, so let's keep, let's keep going. saving yeah.
1: some steam for that. So, uh, Imperial fists have been previewed. They and salamanders are the last, uh, <clears throat> Marine chapters to make an appearance on the scene. And, uh, as we've been saying, they're both extremely strong. They're probably going to be right. Um, uh, they're not, they're no iron hands strong in my opinion. Uh, though we'll talk about Salamanders have the potential, I think. What we'll, we'll see. Um, Imperial Fists were first up to get previewed, though. Uh, and unfortunately, we will not have them at SoCal Open. I was hoping we would. Because they're going to go
0: out for pre-order this weekend. Right?
1: They'll, they'll be they'll be released the day of the event. And so they will not be at SoCal, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but Imperial Fists, uh, like we said... In my opinion they're the best long-range shooting army in the game mm-hmm. iron hands are right are, are not far behind them uh but imperial fists have so many extra rules that just make them ridiculous uh shooting so uh their chapter tactic as they showed us uh, a six to hit with a bolt weapon um scores an additional hit so obviously super good mm-hmm. uh, and there's other ways to modify that they have Uh, strats and such, you can actually get like three hits for every six. It's Mm. it's really devastating. And then their super doctrine is where it just goes bananas. Uh, In the Devastator doctrine, if you're pure Imperial Fists, when shooting a heavy weapon uh, by a model at a vehicle or a building, you add one to the damage characteristic. So it's it's crazy strong. Mm. Uh, It's crazy, crazy strong. In a vehicle heavy meta, um that's clearly extremely good their vehicles
0: will obliterate other vehicles, vehicles. Yeah. yeah
1: so really with Imper- like when you when you got when everybody sees the book the reaction is going to be kind of like oh, this isn't as exciting because it's really meat like imperial mm-hmm. fists are very meat and potatoes right mm-hmm. like it's they're super straightforward you take lots of guys with bolters mm-hmm. take lots of heavy weapons you're almost always going to be playing the vigilist detachment, the siege cohort yeah. with a big unit of assaults or I'm sorry, Devastator centurions that kill anything they shoot. And it, it's just, it's very straightforward. It doesn't, it doesn't have the like pizzazz of Raven guard or white scars that have all these like tricks or iron hands, which are just like overwhelmingly powerful. Uh, Imperial fists, their defense is just Marine defense. They die. Um, they don't, In my opinion, that's what's going to hold them back from being up there throwing punches with, like, Imperial Iron Hands. But interestingly, they will be very good against Iron Hands, especially if they go first, right? Like with the Vigilist Detachment, when you have a big unit of uh, Devastator Centurions that have, you know, can be hitting on twos, rerolling ones, uh, all this crazy, you know, rerolling ones to wound, all this nuts stuff, uh, doing mortal wounds uh, on you can do it on five pluses. They'll annihilate any vehicles that they shoot at. It's it's it's, it's a bloodbath. Uh, and now the plus one damage gets negated by the iron stone, of course. But uh, humorously, imperial fist uh, snipers are actually really good because some of them have the bolt. they bolt weapons,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so you can get a, you know you can you can leverage that to get uh, more hits out of them with uh, um, the uh, heavy support. Uh, Primaris snipers, the name of which is eluding me right now, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll take a look at some of the other stuff they've got because uh, they've got quite a bit. The I have Hypnoth uh, Imperial Fist models. Only when resolving an attack made by a red ranged weapon uh, by a model within six inches, reroll wound rolls of one. Again, you can put this on a captain, make the captain the chapter master, and now he's a lieutenant and a chapter master, mm-hmm. and he can make if he doesn't move, he can make guys <clears throat> count as if they're in cover. So. Like, that one dude, and you make him a Phobos Captain, so he has also a Deep Strike Denial Bubble. That one guy is Mm hyper-efficient, and you'll see it in most Imperial Fists armies. Uh, Another one, the the Fist of Vengeance. This is a Crimson Fist uh, uh, Relic that they've had for quite a while now. It's a a Power Fist that's flat, three damage, no minus one to hit. It's very good. Uh, Indomitable. It's a Warlord trait. When resolving an attack made by this warlord, an unmodified rune roll of one, two, or three always fails. Uh, so he he has permanent. Um, what's the strat? Gene rot might. I don't know. I, I know you're talking it. about yeah. though. Yeah. It's it's really it's really good. Yeah. He can only be wounded on a four plus. Mm-hmm. Very strong. Uh, then we have a strat Praetorian's wrath. Uh, 2 CP, use the stratagem at the start of your movement phase if the Devastator Doctor is active. Until the start of your next movement phase when resolving an attack made with a heavy or grenade weapon, the Iron Imperial Fist model from your army, an unmodified wound Roll of a 6, gets an additional AP. Uh, they love this one. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not, it doesn't come up that much because mm-hmm. you can always just take um, uh, the Warlord trait that does the same thing, Storm of Fire, but um, it, it could come in handy on occasion. Not the best stratagem. Uh, Siege Captain, when resolving an attack made by this model against a vehicle or a building, add one to the damage characteristic uh, of that, and that's for the new Primaris ca- uh, character Tor Garadon, mm-hmm. who is quite good. Uh, <clears throat> Signal Array, make a friendly unit within three inches, hit on a 2+. plus. Uh, obviously, that's exceptionally good, uh, and obviously you're going to do that on like an Assault Centurion, or a Devastator Centurion unit. Uh, rack and Run, Ruin, excuse me. Uh, Rack and Rune has a warp charge value of 6, obviously a psychic power for them. Uh, if manifested, select one building unit within 18 inches of invisible to the Psyker. And then... Uh, bah, 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 bah. I did. Um, adding one of the results of... if the unit... Can you read that for me? I'm stumbling over myself.
0: Okay. It is a psychic power. Uh, you select a building unit. That's and within already 18. already sucks. So, yeah, let's not even read it. <laughs> Forget That's it. Why I
1: started just zoning it, it yeah. out yeah. in my head. Don't
0: worry about it. It's a you know if, if for some reason you're firing at a, a building yeah if somebody which, actually brought a building um, might happen so I've seen some people with their uh, sky shields now now yeah because of the ruling for ITC but uh,
1: well for so Caliban
0: yeah so you roll nine d six uh, you add one to the result if you selected uh if if you did select a building
1: let's we'll just skip it okay. it's going to come up slower, it does
0: mortal wounds on a five up for yeah. those nine dice and I'll, um, I'll, just,
1: I'll say this imperial fist psychic powers warlord traits and relics are all pretty oh no you can use
0: okay so I understand them. so you can you can either shoot a building or you can uh, uh, select a unit that's within a terrain feature right that's what it is and you roll 96 on five ups they do one mortal wound Yeah. so you're going to do two mortal wounds
1: three on average
0: two or three mm-hmm. if it's a building for some reason you might do a few more um yeah there you go
1: all, all it's the, not horrible all of their psychic powers world traits and relics are all pretty kind of they're like none of them are like ironstone yeah right like in white scars psychic powers they have three like phenomenal psychic powers for imperial fist it's all kind of like eh. it's not bad it's not it's just not like set the world on yeah. fire it's real they're real missionary type guys you know what i mean
0: <laughs> right it's efficient it's not bad
1: uh, that's you know. a very good that's an apt metaphor lights off right yeah,
0: it's, that's Imperial Fist.
1: They're they're really good. They're not Iron Hands good in my opinion. Time we'll see. Hopefully they're not cuz the data is showing us that Iron Hands are way too good. Uh, but what they what they do, they do very well. Yeah. And all you have to do is take a bunch of bolter dudes and heavy weapons mm-hmm. and there you go. It's very straightforward.
0: Yeah, the predator tanks will be really cool. Um because the heavy bolters on them Yeah, you um, do four
1: damage with the to vehicles. Which, which really, is not bad. It's I mean, amazing. Yeah. Uh,
0: what I really feel bad for is Imperial Knights. <laughs>
1: they, yeah. they
0: had their time in the sun.
1: We Chaos Knights are doing really well. Imperial Knights are still performing well. the Chaos Knights, because of a lot of the, the support that they have and a lot of the tricks they can do.
0: And they have so many other threats yeah, with those lists. Disco like Lords you you, you and... basically see the Chaos Knights in lists with like super fast moving other assault units. So you have to choose. Imperial Knights units, you usually see them. They're like the bread and butter of the list. Yeah. And so you can kind of focus on them and not worry about the chaff. So
1: And Chaos yeah. Knights have a couple little like tricks that make them really good. Like for example, Frankie's list that he's been doing very well. He won mm-hmm. or uh he won the the 80 person league that we have here. There's an imitational tournament at the end of the league where the best players go and Frankie won it. Oh well, he was playing to quote with that, my apologies. Yeah. But in the normal league, he was doing really good. But with,
0: his his nor his list right now is brutal. It's
1: so mean. It's Mortarian.
0: Mm-hmm. Which you don't mm-hmm. see a lot of, which is good.
1: Three knights, uh, three knights, two disco lords, and then cultists. Mm-hmm. And if he goes first, a lot of armies. It's just surprising. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you're getting charged by a Morty, a disco lord, and a knight, first turn. Uh,
0: yeah, and then a shooting isn't bad either from the yeah. other knights. So
1: yeah, and like a list like that, like can go if especially if you go first against like Iron Hands, you'll smush them. Like if, if, you, you, have if, they, all the if you don't
0: have, if the Iron Hands player doesn't have scouts.
1: Well, scouts don't make any difference you just run you just go right past we them. try
0: to just you know make yeah. it so it's not a turn one charge but still like
1: if if you really can avoid good. the turn one charge your, your the iron hands player will be fine but yeah. like in dawn of war or pointy dawn of war uh, table quarters, like there's a couple where you can get super close. Yeah, yeah. But in like hammer and anvil, if they deploy at the back of the table, well, no, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but then
0: use terrain, hopefully. Right. Yeah. It's
1: conceivable though, right? Like if you can yeah. get those first turn charges, you'll, you'll. we ran the numbers on it. You just obliterate the average iron hands mm-hmm. uh, list. But not uh, everybody yeah. can do that. I, when when I, close.
0: just a little caveat, when I was playing against him, I was doing my stupid list with the, the what was it? Um, three knights and four assassins. Yeah. <laughs> and i he he was very clever about how he worded what the disco lord can do on turn one <laughs> and he went first and he chart he did a 42 inch charge killed the castle in one swing yep. with the disco
1: lord and i was like what? the disco <laughs> lord i couldn't believe it disco yeah. lords are the flawless host disco lord is ridiculous Yeah. and if it was in any other faction it would probably people would be up in arms about it but mm-hmm. It's one of the things chaos has that's keeping them hanging.
0: Yeah. Let them have, let them have their, them their have cool that dude, thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: but he is ludicrous. And Mortarian too. Yeah. I always forget about how good that, that model yeah. is. Morty and Maggie are, 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 good. It's just, they're a big, it's a big risk. If you go second and they get nuked before they can, they're hard. Up, they're it's, hard it's to, um, yeah. you can't hide them. No, you yeah. cannot. Um, all right. We so those are the fists. got the SoCal open. Yeah. We'll talk more about it as we can. Of course. Um,
0: Thunderfire Cannons love Disco Lords. G- yep. G- yeah, Thunderfire Cannons. Slow- if, if you don't go first.
1: Anything that slows down Disco Lords is really yeah. good.
0: Yeah. Oh, Don Hooson. Someone's calling out Don Hooson here. He says Disco
1: Lords aren't going to do anything to Iron Hands. Wow.
0: Well, I I disagree with that. You heard statement. it here first. Don Hooson yeah. claims Disco Lords are terrible.
1: Well, their they're, they're defense isn't anything special, but right. their offense is ludicrous, right? So in the context of can you deliver them they're amazing if you can't they will die but luckily they're not that expensive
0: valerie that is right we are changing SoCal open to sm open
1: <laughs> or ih open Indeed.
0: all imperial all iron hands all time
1: <laughs> it would be a fair and balanced at that point
0: today we're going to talk about iron hand scouts
1: oh uh, all right SoCal open is right around the corner and get excited it's one of the last i believe it is actually the last Super major of the season. <clears throat> Coming up to the LVO. Super major is a term that's kind of just come up. It's not yeah. official, but it's it's a major, but it's a big it's a two fifty-six and up. It's the big the big boy, the truly big right. boys, right? There's only a few of them. And uh So Open is sitting at like two ninety or something like that, two eighty. Yeah, so it's one of the biggest events in the world. Uh and cool, uh AOS is at fifty, so it's uh, one of the bigger majors also. There we go. Yeah. And there's some events that are bigger than that, but there's not a lot of big AOS events, so that's. I actually, cool.
0: I feel that we're going to see an influx of Age of Sigmar players soon. It, I, 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 I'm not going to say I guarantee it, but I can feel the the gnashing of teeth and the wailing, and the lamenting, and I feel like pretty soon people are gonna be like let me try
1: out this other game
2: real quick for well, remember
1: bit. remember in seventh edition when aos all of a sudden was the golden boy
2: yeah for <laughs> some so reason. many people
1: started playing uh but we can't wait to see everybody at socal open yeah. we do have some room for anybody that wants to just show up uh there is some space left the the 40k narrative i think has a couple <clears> spots <throat> and then uh we always have no shows for 40k uh in aos so there's still a couple of tickets up for sale, and if you wanted to just come and just walk in, if you suddenly become available, uh, we we will almost be always be able to accommodate. Yeah, you. we're
0: gonna have a humongous secondhand model sale yeah. going on, huge, bigger yep. than I think we've ever had. Yeah. So if you wanted, to, if you're local-ish, and you can come and find some crazy deals, you can get a full army for like nothing.
1: Yeah, not quite nothing, but yes. You know what I mean. You like compared, really com, yes,
0: very, very good yeah. deals. Pablo has been re- working really hard to get it all set and ready to go. So, if anything, stop in and say hi and just check it out. There's a there's models for every faction um, from Games Workshop for both games.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, and we're fully stocked right now, so there's going to be a ton and new in box, ton a ton of a lot of, cool of new stuff. in box stuff yeah. for a
0: discount. Yep. So, if you just want to come and shop, it's going to be huge. Yep. Yep.
1: Hope to see you there, and it's free to come into. Uh, parking. I don't know. Sometimes they, they charge, sometimes The first year they did, the they second don't. year they did. Yeah. yeah.
0: So if they do charge, parking is ten dollars. Yeah, but they and it's all day.
1: Sometimes they've only charged one year that we've done it. Right. So.
0: We don't know. They just kind of show up, just like the food guys. They just <laughs> they just show up and they're like, "We're here to oh, give you terrible service." I'm glad you
1: said that too. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Yeah. So uh, you're not allowed to bring outside food and beverage, and it's been very laxly enforced. But I got an email uh, two days ago that that there will be a sheriff on site because so many people bring beer onto the fairgrounds Mm -hmm. that they had to hire a sheriff to enforce it. So be aware of this. You are not supposed to bring beer in, Mm -hmm. even though we've always kind of looked the other way and not made a big deal about it. This year, they've really impressed upon me that there's going to be someone there whose job it is. To look for people drinking alcohol? I don't that's know if that's provided. specifically what he's going to be doing. Because they sell it there,
0: by the way. Yeah. It's, it's baseball prices, so just prepare for that. You know, bring some cash. But um, that does make sense. Because the fairgrounds have events going on daily, they, year-round.
1: They sell concessions.
0: And they sell concessions yeah. as part of their, their business. Yeah. And I'm sure there, some things have happened with people consuming too much alcohol on well, the fairgrounds. They, in the email, they were yeah. like,
1: your group especially tends to drink a lot of beer they brought in. I'm like, that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too. true. Because they are like, I mean,
0: like, you just got to be...
1: Just be be mindful of that, that you it's possible you could get a ticket and nobody wants that to happen, yeah. so be mindful <clears> of <throat> it. But that kind of bummer news aside, we can't wait to see everybody. It's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. All right, what's going on in the ITC? Of course, yeah. if you like the ITC, you think it's been beneficial to your hobby, you want to support it and see it continue to <clears> grow <throat> and thrive, consider supporting us via the ITC Patreon. The link is on the show notes or on uh, gaming.org. And you can do so for as little as $1 a month. 100% of the proceeds go back into the ITC for cool stuff like server fees, yeah. trophies. Uh, we help get uh, people from other regions like the Australian ITC champion. We help pay for them to come out. Mm-hmm. We want to start doing that for uh, some of the new regions that have really started to embrace ITC like the UK, mm-hmm. Germany. Um, we just got an Asian uh, regional rep uh, from nice. Thailand. from Thailand. So it'd be cool to help people get out to the LVO. Mm-hmm. And all of that takes money. So if you want to help support yeah. it, please do.
0: Yes, because we don't charge any money for it.
1: No, we don't. But we spend a lot. <laughs>
0: and we we dedicate employees to it. A lot of time, daily. energy, and yeah. money
1: goes into it. Yeah. Forty uh, K upcoming ITC events this weekend. There are a, so wow. many events this weekend. People are just still going nuts. Dude, it's nuts, man. And they
0: used to it used to start dipping. In October through December. It doesn't anymore. Because of the holidays, yeah. people would stop doing tournaments, except if they were like a themed holiday tournament or something, yeah. but.
1: It's, there used to be a lull through December, but now events go literally up until December 15th. It's mm-hmm. nuts. Uh, but there's a ton of events, and the, the, the other crazy thing about this, All the events don't go up on the calendar. A lot of them never actually make it to the calendar for a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. People submit their event too late. They never Mm -hmm. submit it to go on the calendar. Sometimes I and I apologize, sometimes I just miss uh, events and I don't get them up in time. Mm -hmm. So there's actually significantly more events occurring every weekend than we're seeing. And this is like, what, 30 or something? It's Uh, nuts. Uh, but we do have a couple of GTS and majors. We have the Men's of Masquerade Four in Melbourne, Australia. The General's Gambit in Bellingham, Washington. Uh, the General's that's on there twice, accidentally. Glasshammer Open, 120 players! Exclamation Park. That's a, <laughs> a great title. I like it. Hey, in England, that's huge. That that is. They don't have a lot of events that get that big. Although it's they're starting to get more and more of them, and that's in uh, Telford in the United Kingdom. Uh, the Freedom GT Part Two in Sterling, Scotland, and another major, the Fourth Confrontation in Portsmouth. Hampshire, UK.
0: Wow, so three total in the UK. Yeah,
1: two majors and a GT. That's a lot. That's awesome. And then we have uh, upcoming Age of Sigmar events in the remainder of uh, October, including two majors, the Edmonton Onslaught in uh, Alberta, Canada, and the SoCal Open, obviously, here in Del Mar, California. Current ITC top five in the 40K competitive track. Jim Vessel has really cemented his place there at the top. We've had a lot of movement beneath him, but he has just mm. set up Court in first place with a very significant lead. Uh next up is Richard Siegler, the Tau extraordinaire. What do we call him? The Tau Terror? The, the,
0: the drone master.
1: The drone drone master, that's yeah. the best. I love it. Now drone-
0: could Jim can Jim vessel not play a single game until Las Vegas open? And then if he places in the top eight, still win it. Yes. If if he lets everyone else just run it up let, the rest of the year, he doesn't care. You know he's done jet setting now. He's gonna go to Hawaii for three months, sip margaritas, and just
1: enjoy the right. So if he and, does that, enjoy the attention that comes with being the ITC champ. Just yeah. the babes lined up. Mm-hmm. Yep,
0: the fruits of victory. Yep. Could he technically? Um, is, he st- is he that far ahead, or does he still need? De- he got to at least. He, show up he
1: can fields? relax because he's in pole position. Mm-hmm. The problem is a lot of the guys on this list are coming to SoCal. Right. Like John Lennon's come in. I believe Richard Siegler is coming. So these are the guys that he needs to worry about, and SoCal is going to throw up like the fourth, third or fourth biggest score of the season. Right. Like the only event, like Nova's about the same. Uh, With attrition, Nova will be bigger, and then the LGT, and then is Nick Rose coming out? I don't know if Nick is coming out. He usually does. Uh, Yeah, he does. He usually does come. Mm -hmm. But see, a lot of the guys on this list are going to be there. So Jim, and Jim yeah. also will be there. Oh, so okay. he's, he's putting in he, – he's going So hard. after Soka
0: Open, then, he can you know chill. What? Yeah. go out, uh, go down to Thailand, do your thing.
2: <laughs> and
1: just have fun. Yeah. And there's a GT in Thailand too. There you go. <laughs> Set up. If you ever needed another reason to go to Thailand, the fact Jim, that you Jim, if, if you need a
0: houseboy. <laughs> just
1: call Jason. I'm willing. Uh, Manny Chima of the UK is in <clears> third nick nanavati mr brown magic himself in fourth and chris blackham who i don't know too much about the history of so we don't have a funny nickname for him yet uh he is in fifth uh 40k 40K hobby track current top five jim vessel also leading the pack with a hefty lead there Mm -hmm. paul winters in second uh dominic Corret, who is a guy we're i'm sorry i got that wrong last he emailed me and he said i said the name correctly though so okay I think, hopefully, I'm saying that right. In third, Lou Rollins in fourth, and Matthew Bodnar in fifth. Age of Sigmar, competitive track, current top five. The Jersey Kid mm-hmm. leading the pack with a pretty decent lead over uh, his friend yeah. and fellow podcast co host, Alexander Gonzalez. Uh, Chris Bergman in third, James O'Brien in fourth, and Joe Cryer in fifth. I
0: think at least two of those top five people will be yep. at SoCo and I know Joe will be there. Alex, like, I think Alex, probably, is he usually does. Yeah. I don't know about the other two, but like, uh, we will probably see a shakeup yep. after next
2: weekend.
1: Yep, I believe so. Uh, Age of Sigmar, ITC Hobby Track, current top five. We got Rich Waters in first, Matt Beasley in second, Jordan Duncan in third, Raul Pereiro in fourth, and Jeremy Vessier in fifth.
0: So we're still real low on those events. I'm assuming SoCal Open will yes. be doing it. Yeah.
1: SoCal okay. will will totally change All the right. rankings. Uh, Shadespire current top five. You got Ivan Cho in first, Tony Field in second, Daniel Velasquez in third, Philip Santamaria in. No, no. Jonathan Coulson Jonathan Coulson in fourth, in fourth yeah. and Philip Santa Maria in fifth. My bad. There we go. And Kill Team current top five, and I believe. That the uh, SoCal Open will be the first major of the kill nice. team. Yeah. Uh, Alex Torbert is leading the pack, followed by George Rollins, Giannis Gilhelm in third, Michael T. Holy in fourth, and Matt Hole in fifth. Very cool. Do you know of any of these people coming out? Uh, oh, Alex mean- Alex is going to be there for sure.
0: Do you know if Michael T. Holy will be there? That's I imagine
1: I he lives in California. I imagine he's coming. All
0: right. I've never met him before.
1: He's a very nice guy.
0: I need a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> I need
1: him to lay some hands on my forehead. All
0: right, it's been a rough year.
1: So let's talk about the marine meta. If you want to jump over to the chat, um, again, listen to the uh, to Forty K Stat Center. If you want to get the full breakdown, we'll touch on it. Uh, Jimmy Norris, thank you so much for the subscription, and we will definitely keep it up. Uh, we really appreciate that support. Helps pay the bills. Um, Salt screams never mind Jamba in all caps.
0: There's a lot. I'll just. I'm gonna just preface this by saying, I. Again, I'm not as involved, I would say, in the competitive community as you and Frankie are, or Pablo. Yep. You know, but I mean, I do. I am, you know, part of Facebook pages, stuff like that, and you know, I read the, the forums. I try to keep up as much as I can. I haven't seen this kind of emotional response to release since probably ever seventh edition.
1: Maybe Green Knights and 5th Ed. And well, I haven't seen. The, I haven't seen this of. passion
0: between opposing forces because there are the people who are playing these lists as well that are trying to defend themselves and saying it's not that bad it's indefensible um it is but yeah. i haven't seen it since seventh edition when you had the over just the ridiculous things that were being released at that point yeah. the marketing release well seventh
1: like, edition it got it went so far off the rails you had buildings yeah with knights on them flying across the yeah. table it was insane and
0: i understand it to a certain extent i don't think this was a good idea on Games Workshop's part, I do understand that they are a company. I know that don't don't speculate as to how I, it. Came I, I to know be. that, like most, you know, you especially will say, you know, you don't need to look at it that way as a sales point, but it's hard to not come to that conclusion. Well, I
1: can tell you emphatically because right. uh, being a part of the process, yeah, that Iron Hands, uh, it was not the sell model, like hundred million percent. Mm-hmm. Like Games Workshop's goal is to sell models; they don't write the rules to intentionally. Yeah. break the game to make because they know it's worse for them long term to have a, a game that doesn't have yeah. balance they, mm-hmm. they know that the game devs are very passionate about it and it's it's not intentional this was a mistake a big one obviously yeah. uh, okay. and it happens right. sometimes um, yeah but I so, do I do
0: understand like the people's frustrations I myself too even though I'm not as involved as I used to be um, in terms of going to events and playing it's disheartening to know that like, I can spend all this time putting together a list and going to an event and playing, but I, I can't deal with this.
1: Well, you so know? that's what we want to talk about, yeah. right? That exact and that's point. my
0: little spiel to start with, because you you have a lot more intelligent things to say about it. No, that's right. But that's my emotional response to it. That
1: reflects what a lot of people are feeling. Yeah. Right, so that's a good place to start. Um, yeah, if you want to jump in the chat. Sure. So uh, just to, as I was saying, listen to 40K Stats Center, Peter and Val, break it down. I'm only going to touch on some of the numbers. They go much more into it. And if you want another opinion, listen to uh, Chapter Tactics because mm-hmm. Pablo and the guys, they, they they talk about it kind of from the heart,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? And um, that's another perspective on it. What I want to talk about is kind of what the reality is, and then let's talk about ways to play against them because the meta is a Marine meta right now. We're seeing uh, – it's crazy how popular they are. Mm-hmm. They've, they've more than doubled – like if I remember correctly, they only represented like six percent of the the Marines in total. Were like six percent of the meta mm-hmm. uh, before their codex came out. Now they're batting twenty percent and above. So you can go to a tournament and expect one in five games to be against Space Marines. Or uh, if you're if you're doing well, like if you're winning your games, you can expect to play more than that because as we've seen Iron Hands so far, which. We'll talk about it. They're batting an almost 80% win ratio, so it's not a ton of data. It was that's just from the first weekend. But the thing, the, the parts of that that are are certainly alarming. It not only is that win ratio crazy. The only thing we've seen that was like that was uh, cast the Castellan list mm-hmm. last year at the peak of its power,
2: mm-hmm.
1: when they had infinite CP, uh, three up invol save smash captains. That, you know, right around the time of Nova Open last year, through that time, really through the LVO, that list, it got toned down a little bit before LVO, but around Nova when it was at its peak, Mm -hmm. that was a list that was performing on par with what we're seeing with Iron Hands. The thing that's concerning is that that was after people had mastered it. Mm -hmm. This is the first week, and all the Iron Hands lists were different. Yeah, That's the thing that is... That is alarming, yeah. and
0: And the, the old um, those old lists, the the Castellan Blood Angels guard list, the Inari list, and stuff that we were seeing, while they were super powerful and they were they were meta changing and they were frustrating, I don't feel personally that they're even on par with the power levels that we're seeing with the Space Marine releases. So uh, like if you if you gave the Castellan back, his unlimited CP no, through that, the farming,
1: that that list was insanity. You still think? Yes. Compared to, to Dude, an they, army, that army was. It was on par with what we're seeing now like statistically looking at a win ratio mm-hmm. which again that's not the end-all be-all like you know determining <clears throat> factor but it's a really good data point it was winning about the same at the peak yeah. when you took away mirror matches it, the, the the i think the one thing you could say about the castling is that when you put it's when you put the mirror match back in its win ratio dropped a lot because uh it was a first turn game and mm-hmm. then that list was I think it peaked out at almost 13% of the meta was that list. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going off memory. I could be wrong. Don't take that to the bank. But um, it was extremely common for them to, to mirror match and knock each other out. Um, with Iron Hands, the the it's not such a first-turn game in their mirror match. Um, so it's the, the more skilled player is going to win more frequently there. But mm-hmm. when you pull out their mirror matches, they're, they're about the same. Iron Hands are about 78 It's about 78% mm-hmm. right now. Now, again, it's a new... the the army's new. So what that means is people aren't used to it, but also the best lists haven't come out yet. If you look at all the events, there was nine GT or larger events in the first weekend. Seven of them were won by Iron Hands. That is alarming, Yeah, right? In the first weekend when people are still just experimenting with it. uh, But the really crazy thing is, is that their average loss was on game four. That's nuts. That means the average person... Showing up to an event with the army went four and zero, oh, or went three and zero, oh, and then their average loss is on the game four. Mm-hmm. So th- that that that's really telling because it just means like any Tom, Dick, or Harry picks it up, and they can expect to go you know deep into a tournament yeah. on the strength of, of the army alone. Mm-hmm. And then the good players were winning events left and right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, the sky, you know, the sky is not falling or anything. Even when the Castellan was you know dominating the landscape the game was still fun mm-hmm. and people were still going to events and they didn't win every event, but it certainly was problematic. Uh, and for the people who are feeling very emotionally heated about this in the chat, I see people saying like email, um, uh, games workshop and yes, please do. Mm-hmm. And in a very civil and polite way, in the way in which you would want somebody to speak to you, yeah. express concern cause they do listen. Mm-hmm. And if you've noticed, Iron Hands FAQ is running late, so there is a possibility that you could say something that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, there's n- no guarantees, of course, but it's that's a pro- that's a, a productive thing you can do that will matter. That they do listen, and it's better than screaming on a Reddit yeah. post or something or something like that. So, at any rate, Iron Hands they are measurably incredibly strong just to throw out some numbers um ultramarines are bad they're around like 52 percent if i remember correctly win ratio and uh white scars are actually above 60 percent which is surprising um and interestingly the only army that is consistently defeating iron hands is white scars
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and we we predicted that that they are the space marine killer and they're, they're showing that that, that, that that is true so with 20% of the meta space Marines and probably going to increase as Imperial Fists and Salamanders come out, White Scars are in a target rich environment. Yeah. They, they have the tools to kill the other space Marines. Yeah, um, And, and that, I found that very interesting that, that that prediction came true. Not that it really matters, but mm-hmm. it, somewhat validating. Um, and then you're gonna see Imperial Fists, they're gonna be able to, to take on Iron Hands. Although if they go second against them, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Hands hit so freaking hard and salamanders too which we can't talk about them too much but as i was saying before the show started the the riddle with salamanders is going to be finding a way to reliably deliver them into maximum range which is short range mm-hmm. and if you do they they kill anything in the game it's insane how hard they hit but getting there is going to be a challenge if you can reliably do that against iron hands with salamanders you'll 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 mollywop them yeah. but that you know at this point we're just speculating so at any rate, looking at it, yes, Iron Hands, they're 10% of the field right now, which is uh, probably only going to increase. Yeah. Um, so what, what you're planning for now when you go to an event is you're planning for Marines. Mm-hmm. Uh, that It's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens mm-hmm. because um, White Scars have been increasing in their win ratio over time, like showing people are starting to master them. And Iron Hands are coming out the gates like, raging bull, and they're probably only going to get better as people zero in on what the best um, combos are, mm-hmm. the best way to play them. But then to counter that, the the meta will adjust to be a marine killing meta, and people will adjust to try and find ways to kill the big dog because mm-hmm. you have to, right? Like you, when the castle was, you know, in its reign of terror, you had to kind of build your list for how do I at least mitigate this matchup. Uh, you're going to have to do the same thing with Iron Hands. Yeah. So, why don't we talk about some ways to do that? Uh, the key things in the Iron Hands army that really kind of push them over the edge is they're hyper efficient on their own in the Devastator Doctrine. The reroll wants to hit with heavy weapons, they ignore the movement penalty for heavy weapons, and they have multiple ways to um, increase ballistic skill. Mm-hmm. So, some of those things you can't do anything about, right? You just have to accept them. Like rerolling once to hit with heavy weapons, having extra AP ignoring the move and shoot penalty, there's nothing you can do about that. But the guys that will make some of the heavy hitting units hit on twos, um, uh, Chaplin, Faro's, uh, Librarian, those you can do something about, right? You want to mm-hmm. build into your list uh, some way of trying to take those guys out. Um, the Ironstone is a, a big part of the equation. Um, if you can find some way of taking that guy out, that's that's huge. Pharos mm-hmm he's not easy to kill t5 seven wounds two up save five up five up feel no pain he's a beast not easy to kill but again if you can uh, if you can take out those critical support units all of a sudden the iron hands lose all the magic that makes them so hard to kill easier said than done but that's what you want to think about if you're if you want to prepare yourself to play them Mm -hmm. right that's gonna be the name of the game is trying to take away those those buffing uh, units and typically speaking, they're all going to be on foot and slow. Like Pharos only moves five inches. Mm-hmm. Right. So, again, it's <clears> not, it's no easy task. Just for so that castle,
0: can... but you're still dealing with the. So, the Iron Hands flyers are an issue. Like you've been saying from day one. They're also fast in like land speeders, stuff like that. That don't, it doesn't matter anymore with the movement penalty. You know what I mean? So, you have those fast moving skimmers that can just fly around the board shooting like if there was a captain nearby um, yep. and also doing extra damage. It's just, I don't know, it's tough. It is. It's a, I'm not, I'm not as you, you see things like you and Frankie see things on a different level than I do in terms of like, okay, well I am just going to do this, this, and this and stuff like that. But for somebody like on my level, it's a little bit more frustrating.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, actually I Vir- just join them. viralist thinks that ultramarines are scarier than iron hands. Um, I've seen some really good lists. They're good.
0: And I've seen some stories of people who went against Ultramarines turn one with a bunch of um, Devastator Centurions yeah. with the last cannons and all that kind of stuff, and the Leviathan Dreads. And they weren't fun stories.
2: Um,
1: well, Hex Fleet we've the data we have is over like uh, thousands and thousands of games now. And uh, Ultramarines have consistently been just above 50% since yeah. they came out. And we have two months of data now. Mm-hmm. So I think it's pretty dang accurate, yeah. of course. And Ultraman's, you really I feel are their real strengths are in
0: their characters.
1: Well, they're, they're, they have
0: so many really good buffing characters. Yeah. They have Gilliman, who's still amazing. You don't see him as much anymore, but he's still really, really good.
1: They they have the they have the best characters, arguably I think. Yeah, uh, Pharos is definitely up there, but they um, they have actually stayed pretty consistently around fifty percent. Now we have two months of data. Like we said, thousands and thousands of games played. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty dang accurate. Of course, you know, you know take anything with a grain of salt. You know, mm-hmm. your own opinion is, is definitely valid, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think you should be worried about Ultramarines so much. It's going to be a tough game, but it's certainly should, looking to not be insurmountable. Yeah, uh, Iron Hands is the one that they just have so many. They have so many combos of stuff, like the Overwatching on a five. And then with a with a chapter master, you get four rerolls. That's
0: the thing that's really frustrating about it. Really, is that when they were sitting down and they're like, "Okay, look, guys, we need we have all these new units that we've introduced to the game through the Primaris Marines. We Space Marines are underpowered. You know what do we do?" And I feel like just from the get go, the the there was so there was too much enthusiasm to make them really good, and it just there wasn't too much thought of like all these really good things that like okay like on one hand if you take each one individual like the doctrines or you know because we don't even really talk about the plus one to attack and stuff anymore or when you get you know you don't we're not even really talking about bolter drilling anymore. we're talking about shock assault or what are they called what is it shock troopers um, all those special no. roles that you get, we don't even talk about that anymore so you take all those things separately and yeah that's great but then when you what i feel like they didn't do too much of was how does this all work in conjunction with each other all these layered buffs plus all these stratagems plus all these character buffs plus all this like and it just it feels like for me again some I'm not as close as you guys are to the developers that somebody should be like hey well this stuff's really good <laughs> you know like I get the I get the reason why like to make space marines should be really good in the fluff like they literally say a squad of space marines can pacify a planet because they're like unkillable like that's what they say so cool like make them that way primaris marines sure they look like space marines are supposed to look at least we all thought how they but it was just like when the planning part was in it was like like let's make everybody reroll all hits and let's give everyone plus one damage and one room one wound and, and you
1: gotta remember too at the time people yeah. were like crying out for space marines to be yeah. better right the, yeah. the community was like demanding and they should it.
0: they should be Like, the the fluff should back them up. They literally say each space marine is a tank, literally a tank, an eight-foot-tall tank that walks and shoots rocket-propelled missiles from a gun. Yep. (laughs) So I get it. It's just frustrating that when they were sitting down and do it, they didn't be like, well, how does this work when you put them all together? You know, A, B, C, D, how does this work? So. Heat, man. it was and that's that's the, as much i'll say because i don't want to sound too negative because i am on the one hand yes that's frustrating but on the other hand i'm very happy to see this it's nice to see so much detail going into the chapters it's nice to see all the new model releases the primaris models are amazing i know some people who run mini marines are like ah, but they look great the new characters look great everything else is, is really good i just maybe something that would be helpful is if people like you or Frankie or or anybody in the community who's who's actually really good at doing this, is sit down with all the different factions, maybe Pablo, and uh, and say, okay, like here's how you can deal with these this codex. For people like me,
1: yeah, I mean, and <laughs> that's what to, we're who
0: need to be told, like,
1: you know, that's what we're trying to do, right. right? So it's and again with Iron Hands, the the magic is in their characters. Unfortunately, their characters are very well protected. Yeah, but if you can take those down good um, and then the ones that are that are more challenging to deal with mm-hmm. are the self buffing vehicles storm hawks storm talons impulsor spam when when impulsors are actually available like people can get them impulsor spam iron hands is going to be very problematic and h- hilariously it helps in the mirror match so they're going to be extremely common
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, you're going to have to think about how do i deal with a ton of vehicles yeah. Right. And like I was saying, if you're playing Azeriani or Eldari, mm-hmm. uh, I would very strongly consider throwing in some haywire jet bikes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the armies that we've seen that's matched yeah. up that, that has really good tools for them: Admech, uh, the Mars robots, and um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, infiltrators are making a comeback. Anything that can do more. Yeah. Than if rooms? you
0: go, yeah. if you're able to get the the drop on them, the Fury of Mars with the Mars robots, it doesn't matter if you're minus one damage. <laughs> like you, those mortal, you're going to die from mortal wounds. And so. Yeah. Um. What was that? Oh, I forgot. What was. So how? Actually, one thing that I've been thinking about: how how do you think pure guard? Because we don't talk about pure guard anymore. How they would do like a true pure guard? Where you're talking well, about mobs and mobs of infantry. We're talking like nine artillery pieces.
1: I have an answer for you. Yeah. If you want to listen to the latest Art of War podcast on the Fallout Gaming Network, I didn't even know this. this they is interview Brandon Grant, who is, I think, without question. The the, at least the most recognized uh, Ash Militarum player. He's number one. Mm -hmm. Commissar Grant. playing. He's playing pure uh, Ash Militarum and he talks about how to play them in the current meta. Mm -hmm. And it is difficult, um, but he's still winning and doing very well with his pure guard. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, the other Marines aren't nearly as bad. White Scars Mm -hmm. are pretty bad for for, uh, Ash Militarum. Mm -hmm. But the other Marines aren't as bad. Uh, Iron Hands can be very challenging for them. Right.
0: But one thing that that people forget is that you do have the ability to outflank guard tanks and commanders through Talarn, Talarn is my is favorite, very, which is very version. good because you keep them off the board. You let them do their thing. All of a sudden, you have three battle tanks coming on with a command. You know they're rerolling hits. They're hitting you with their vanquishing shells. Like they can take out vehicles reliably.
1: Yep, um, that's a good point.
0: So, anyways. German, Core asks,
1: how are Mars robots or tank commanders going to fare against Imperial Fist plus one damage roll? Huh. I think, again, uh, that's going to be a first turn shootout, obviously. Yeah. Like the Mars, I don't think, the Mars robots, do they have the vehicle not, keyword, actually? No. Do they? No. It, someone in the chat, I know someone will know. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't. I they actually might don't. not have it. They might be monsters. But they're not that easy to kill either. Well, and, and they're like
0: six wounds, right? They're, they're more, seven they're more
1: mobile eight. also with the uh, Vigilist attachment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if someone's got a big unit of Centurion Devastators, Castellan's are vehicles. Okay, uh, they do. Okay, well that then that would uh, make them more vulnerable, obviously. Uh, but if, if that unit shoots at the Centurion Devs, they're gonna annihilate it. It's, it's just unfortunately, it's largely gonna be come down to who shoots whom first. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Deployment. And, and the good thing, the, the one thing, the saving grace about Centurion Devastators is that they are not, they are not very mobile. The robots aren't super mobile either, but... um,
0: Obis, the problem is you're playing Blood Angels. You need to knock that off.
1: (laughs) But uh, uh, AdMech uh, are doing very well competitively. And um, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head. Uh, Peter is in the... The Falcon is in the chat, and he can answer some of those questions. But I know from uh, anecdotally on my team, one of my teammates, Ben, has said he has been just crushing iron hands with his ad mech and he, he said the, the core units that are doing the heavy lifting mm-hmm. are the robots and uh, the uh, infiltrators using the rathomars yeah strategy. and he's playing against other high caliber tournament players yeah and uh even it, their tank i mean even their walker tanks are pretty decent against
0: vehicles but yep. remember they get re-rolls from characters around them aren't they like strength 10. I
1: can't remember off the top of my head. Like but they're, the they're laser quiet, destroyers, yeah. yeah. And the, new, the Scorpius tank is excellent, too. It's they have five really of saves. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's in, like Primark Safarius says, uh, Marines are generally okay, strong but okay. Uh, Iron Hands are, you know, the outlier. And yeah, that, that is that is true, right? And that's why I think Imperial Fists are actually going to be fine. They're going to hit, like, a, a, a ton of bricks, um, but they, they die like Marines, and then from playing White Scars myself, mm-hmm. I can tell you at the end of most games, most of my guys are dead, right? So if you have tools to kill Marines, uh, you're gonna want to put them in your list, right? Uh, Eldar, you know, want to take uh, you know any high IP or AP weapons, uh, anything you have available to you. Um, uh, that, that's what you're. That's the direction you want to go. Like even tuned players, uh, my buddy Will at the LGT went five and one with Tyranids, uh, beating some of the best armies there, Eldar Flyer List and stuff, he took a ton of Zoanthropes, right? And so that's something that you may wanna look at um, to help defeat Marines, because you're just shooting mortal wounds at them mm-hmm. and you're very durable in return. Um, is it a silver bullet gonna win every time? No, no. but uh, start looking in your book for things that are good against uh, power armor, that it can overcome um, that relatively mm-hmm. squishy Marine defense and for things like Iron Hands, you want to start asking yourself the question, uh, what do I have that has overwhelming offense that can just kill the vehicles anyway? Uh, like, a, like a Disco Lord or, or whatever. Um, or how do I kill those characters? Because you're, you're really going to want to, if you can do that, it becomes so much easier to deal with them. Targeted smites, snipers, um, you know, things of that nature mm-hmm. that are going to allow you to take away the buffs that makes the rest of the army easier to deal with. Um, the other part of it, the iron hands equation that is, that is more worrisome to me is the Air Force. And when I say that, I mean the Stormhawks, Hawks, the Storm Talons, like I was talking about earlier, Impulsors, mm-hmm. because they self-buff mm-hmm. and they don't even, like, they're just hyper over-efficient on their own. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's a combination of things. But like I was saying, Storm Talons, um, they're going to be 97% accurate against ground targets. And to, put, to, to explain why that's such a big difference uh, a Storm Talon in any other army is going to uh, hit with 12 shots,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Uh, Iron Hands, uh, Storm Talon is going to hit with 17 or 18 shots. It's just a, a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Storm Hawk, it's the same thing. It's plus one to hit against things with the fly keyword, and it has an extra minus one to be hit. Mm-hmm. They're, with Iron Hands ignoring the penalty to move and shoot and rerolling ones, it's like a 30% increase in their damage output. It's it's tremendous,
2: yeah.
1: uh, and that's why impulsor spam for Iron Hands is going to be really problematic as well. Because again, they ignore the penalty. Their weapon is actually plus one to hit and wound against things with the flag keyword, mm-hmm. and they're going to have an extra a- AP and be rerolling ones to hit. It's a it's a difference of hitting with like half yeah. your shots or hitting with 80 or 78% of your shots. It's a huge difference. Yeah. So you need to start thinking about that. The, the, the downside is that those units self-buff. The upside is that they are dramatically easier to kill than like repulsors that have Pharos and the Ironstone and every other thing, right? Yeah. The stormhawks, the storm talons, are not as bad. And um, if you have the means, or if you're vulnerable to them, try and kill those first. Don't really worry so much about a Leviathan Dread or a repulsor. Uh, you can wait on those. Take out the things that are a little, the low-hanging fruit. hmm Right, and remember the repulsors are not very fast, and with rules like the, uh, if it sits, it fits, which I think a lot of people that were, <clears throat> were shitting kittens last week are now mm-hmm. going, oh. whoa, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want three indestructible repulsors yeah. hanging off of a vehicle sh- or a building shooting my whole army. Yeah. The, things like that will help too, and I encourage other TOs to take a strong consideration at implementing rules like that. Yeah. Because- um you don't want those repulsors that are so incredibly difficult to kill with iron hands to be also unchargeable and also able to see the whole table mm-hmm. it just exacerbates the problem uh, a lot yeah uh, let's jump into the chat answer some questions And again
0: uh, i think somebody said it a long time ago in the chat but one big way to fix a lot of this is make sure you have adequate terrain coverage you,
1: you, if not more yeah
0: it might be time to say we need a bit
1: more well and the funny thing is is there's still people that give us grief over some of the like the counting the bottom level of ruins is not uh, is is blocking line of sight, mm-hmm. and it's still funny. I still get people that are like give me like hate mail, yeah, like cursing at like really yeah. just ridiculous. Just and I'm like, do you not? sending you like just angry? Oh f u f everyone. Nude, a lot of nudes, yeah. a lot of angry
2: nudes. It
1: doesn't happen very often, yeah. honestly, but there's still people that do it. Yeah, and I'm like, do you not realize? that if you're using GW terrain, the terrain that the game is meant to be played with, and you played it true line of sight, mm-hmm. those buildings block zero <laughs> line of sight. Yes, The
2: whole table it's would be a, a shooting
1: yeah. gallery, yeah. and it would literally be a first-turn game that would be so negative, mm-hmm. right? So that's why you really want to consider, of course, do whatever the heck you yeah. want, whatever you think's best. Maybe it's time for
0: more ter- like it, The standard might need to be upped a little bit now, because I think that is an easy not an easy fix obviously cuz you have to buy and make terrain but um you know what i mean like yeah. it might be time to reevaluate just how much we're really talking about here in it's... terms of line of sight blocking terrain as being needed you, you cuz that can mitigate have to have a ton if you're able to to not get shot off the board turn one
2: it it, it like look it, at infinity you need, right you need to be able to hide.
0: infinity i don't know a lot about the game but i know that the offense is extremely supposed to be extremely powerful and realistic and it, that's why terrain for that game is so hugely important. If you ever watch a game of Infinity, literally the entire board is covered in terrain. Now that wouldn't work with big giant vehicles, but you know what I mean. Because it's so important to be able to hide your models and pop out and shoot and pop back in the terrain because you can get shot. Yep. You know, so it might be time to to reevaluate. You, you, yeah. What do we actually need?
1: Well, look, the terrain rules themselves are, yeah. in my opinion, I think Eighth Edition is a great edition, and the numbers reflect it. It's massively popular. Yeah. I think the terrain rules are the weakest part of the addition. Mm-hmm. They're the part that's, that are the most in need of adjustment yeah. and that they would have the biggest impact on making the game more enjoyable. Yeah. Is if, uh, if GW just said, like, here's a supplement to redo the, the terrain rules. I don't think it's actually going to happen, mm-hmm. which is why we've done some of the things we've done. But I think that that would help tremendously.
2: Yeah. Right?
1: Like, and, and go back to abstract or semi abstract terrain. Mm-hmm. Like, just say the building completely blocks line of sight. Uh, nothing can go on the top level of a building, except infantry. Yeah, it used to have infinite trees. Yeah. Infinite tree height. And it, it is throw
0: it, down like a, a green square, yeah. like you can't see over
1: this. It was it silly sometimes, yeah. yes, but there was like no arguments whatsoever. You're like, mm-hmm. are you behind it? Yes, I can't see you, fine. Mm-hmm. And then it, 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 the, the other benefit too, is that the, the TO can make the terrain look like whatever they want. They're not restricted in the creativity of creating something that looks cool, mm-hmm. because the rules are abstract, right? It, it, for match play it would just be much better I'm, I'm going off on a right. tangent here but um, it's important trains important
0: yep if you have sparse tables it's you're gonna have more feel bads yeah yeah
1: but I, I mean I, if anybody a, a bold to out there go back look at fourth edition terrain rules try it and I guarantee you it will have a big impact on changing the meta' They're huge right like they, there was so much more line of sight blocking just because certain types of terrain you just couldn't see through them even mm-hmm. if you physically could yeah so anyway, uh, let's answer some questions and then we will wrap it up. Yeah, a lot of people in the chat are agreeing. I've uh, been saying that for over a year. The terrain rules for the edition are a little weak. They are. They definitely are. Well it's
0: it was okay up until recently.
1: No, it it is it's not been okay the you know, entire said, no. I've only true line, of sight, younger, true line of sight is hmm. not good in eighth edition because things are so lethal. You can kill things so easily, you have to be able to hide hmm. completely. Because if you can see any tiny little bit of uh, a one model in a unit with any tiny little bit of your super killy tank, you can en- kill the entire unit. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a bit much, right? Like with the lethality of the game so high, the defense needs to be equally high. And 100% defense is the best you can get. Mm-hmm. You can't shoot me. Yeah. Um, and and that's why I think it would help a lot, and that's why we've done some. Of yeah, actually, things.
0: yeah. You know what? That's something I was not thinking about was the the rules now, where like you barely see a sliver, and you can shoot the whole yeah. unit. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, but right now, it even like punishes you for making a cool model. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I put I put uh, back banners on my sergeants because it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Absolutely a detriment. <laughs> you can kill my whole unit so much easier, but I like it because it looks cool. And, and yeah. rules that punish you for making a cool dynamic. Like, how many people do you see taking Shrike off of his base to make him smaller? Right. Like yeah. everybody, like I haven't seen anyone put him on the actual raised up base and it's, it's a bummer mm-hmm. that a cool looking thing is a negative. Like you don't want it. That's, yeah. that's not, that undo itself should be justification for changing the train rules. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you don't, it's a, mo- a game up with cool models. You don't want to punish someone for making the model cool and dynamic. Right. So anyway, I'll go off my, my uh, rant there.
0: Yeah. I do. I do remember that. I like that shoot into, not through
1: yeah you could shoot into and not through, or you could be two inches in and shoot out,
0: yeah but the games games workshop needs to make that change,
1: yes yeah, so that, that needs to be look how best. much yeah. look how much people went bananas when we just did a minor tweak mm-hmm. um the the small tweaks we've made that I absolutely believe have made the game better, and I think yeah. in time people are on board with it, and how much people have just lost their minds over it, yeah, it's like the worst news they got on yeah. <laughs> a month it's yeah silly, uh. Yeah, the new Shrike model is incredible. Phil Kelly rubbed my belly, which I love that name. That's mm. so funny. Um, <laughs> it, but yeah, people are not people are not modeling him on the base because it makes him taller and easier to kill. Is that modeling for advantage? I think it quite clearly is, but the rules absolutely don't address it. Yeah. Um, start Simpsons meme. Uh, yeah. What would be the proposed fix for Iron Hands? If you could fix them right now, what would it be? That's a good question.
0: Um, that is a good question. Because, like, how much can they actually do in an FAQ when they're not changing points?
1: Well, for me, okay, I, I've been thinking about this a lot, right? What what makes Iron Hand so ridiculous, mm-hmm. right? It's hyper-efficient shooting, very durable. Mm-hmm. And I think you would have to come at those two things. The shooting one is much harder to do because it's, like, there's layers of rules that create that, Right. Like it's not, it's not one rule. It's like four rules in conjunction. So mm-hmm. I don't know how much you can do there. But the defense is very clearly a couple key things, mm-hmm. right? And I think if you – and th- 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 this is just me talking off – shooting from the hip.
2: Mm-hmm. Don't
1: try and read the, the tea leaves here. I'm, I'm just talking about if I could – had a magic wand, what I would do. I would make the iron stone one of two things, either once per game or pick one unit Mm -hmm. in range uh, immediately. And then I would make Pharos cost what he should have costed, way more points. Um, And I would make the invul save that he has only work in shooting, not in um, melee. And then possibly even um, not work on vehicles. Uh, That that might be going a little too far, but uh, those two changes Mm -hmm. right there would dramatically Change the math on how difficult it is yeah. to kill their vehicles. I would also make the 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 stratagem to make dreadnoughts characters once per game. Mm-hmm. I don't think the character dreadnought army is broken by any stretch of the imagination. It's just really obnoxious. Yeah. Right. Like <clears throat> when you just can't shoot a bunch of dreadnoughts, that's just not an enjoyable experience. I don't think it's going to dominate the tournament scene because dreadnoughts are relatively easy to kill. But um, it's just it's just annoying. Brian.
0: Made a good point. And he said that they literally, Games Workshop literally printed the wrong rules in the Space Wolves Codex.
1: <laughs> Remember? And then they had to yeah. they had
0: to put out the FAQ. So um, I guess they could literally change the words of the Codex if mi- they wanted to.
1: Mistakes are made. Yeah. yeah, but I'm
0: just saying that there's a precedent that they...
1: Um, OBS123, a lot of people are asking this question. Yes, you can use uh, Infiltrator, you can use Infiltrators as in Cursors um, because the models aren't out yet. Uh, yep. They'll be coming out the weekend of the event. So that, that is an acceptable uh, um, substitution. Uh, also, if you want to use impulsors, um, we're telling people that as long as they convert something that is roughly the right size and shape mm-hmm. on the right base, et cetera, um, that that also is acceptable because the model is not out yet. Can they right?
0: put a Rhino on a speeder base?
1: No. You need to, make it, you need to modify it. The impulser <laughs> is actually a pretty big model. Yeah. Uh, so you want to make sure that you do that. Dang it. All right, a couple more questions, and then we'll wrap it up because we're running a little long. Uh, the Iron Hands chapter tactic is amazing. Their doctrine goes too far. Says so Primary Safarius. Why are Iron Hands assault bikers and land speeders better than White Scars? Well, they're better at shooting. They're not better at melee, right? And um, I know that's not the answer you're looking for, but um, it's the one you got. I mean, yeah. Like Imperial. I mean, you could make the argument that Imperial fists uh, bikers are going to be better, and Ultramarines too, because they can leave combat and shoot on yep. their own. Uh, the the White Scars, bikers, you want to use them for, well, bikers just aren't that great in general. Scout bikers, White Scars, Scout bikers are ludicrously good. They're amazing. Uh, And their biker characters are amazing, but (sighs) I wouldn't get hung up on something like that, really, personally. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's a fair question, but it's not super relevant. (laughs) Phil Kelly rubbed my belly, asked a really good question. question? Jason, what do you use to bulk? Because you're looking jacked. Somebody said that you look like Bronson. And well, you kind of I have a, sha- a
0: shaved head and a mustache. Sure, uh, uh, I just eat a lot. I eat a lot.
1: You That's
0: eat it. A, it's a, you just eat a lot and, and lift heavy. There you go.
1: Yeah, the dramatic core, the Overwatch and a five plus for Iron Hands does just feel like an extra, just flipping the bird in your face. Yeah. I, it, well, I didn't think they needed that uh, personally either, okay. but um, yeah, 20 Twenty twenty hindsight. Uh, Frontline Gaming, Helling Banshee spam for massive freeze tag on Iron Hands. Here we come. Hey, uh, Tony, you joke, but I've been I've been saying this over and over again. Howling Banshees are so underrated. Anything that can stop Overwatch is mega yeah. useful, and especially now that it's not just Tau overwatching you to death. It's also Iron uh, Ultramarines and Imperial Fists. Mm-hmm. I, any like anything that can take away Overwatch and wrap things up is worth its weight in gold. So. No joke, I would definitely take a look at Helling Banshees, because I use them to great effect. Uh, I love using them. They don't kill a lot. Mm -hmm. That's not what they're there for. Uh, Phase that uh, up says, is GMB more likely to buff other factions and or balance Iron Hands? Either one of those is going to be tough to do.
0: And it's going to be... Remember, these are codexes and rules and stuff that have been written and printed... Ages ago. ...for a while. So you won't... Other than even chapter approved, which is... I'm sure already printed. Um, you're not going to see direct responses to this for a while because it's stuff that would have to be written and printed.
1: Um, like they're not going to obviously just like FAQ every yeah. army in the game like, and make know, them super strong. Because they they also happen. they
0: also even things that have been written, which I'm sure there's probably a codex or two, probably written and ready to print right now because they do it in, in such a in such a way as you know I'm sure they're already ready to go that they weren't anticipating the feedback of the space marines that they're seeing now. So even probably some of the, the newer codexes that will be coming up, or Psychic Awakenings, or whatever, it they wouldn't have been written in response to the feedback currently. Right. So you're looking at a while. It's, it's going to be a while.
1: There's quite a lead time.
0: It's going to be a while. So, um, so get used to it. Enjoy it, and just play Iron Hands. <laughs> you know? Gosh. Wait, everyone's complaining, right? What's the answer? Answer is simple. It's in front of your face.
2: Idiot. You can't
0: see the forest for the trees, right? <laughs> play Iron Hands.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, and you I heard think, it here. I th- yeah, you know, that's not, that's actually not terrible <laughs> advice, but you want to gear up to if fight- you can, If you can find the models because they're all sold out. Gear up to fight Marines, right? Okay. Like, just start asking yourself the questions, how do yeah. I take apart Iron Hands? How do I take apart Marines? And then- Start building your list yeah. there because In the meantime play like Sigmar. They're twenty percent of the meta right now, and I think that number is only going to increase. Mm-hmm. So in some ways, if you can build a list that's good at killing Marines, it's gonna get easier for you. Right? That's definitely looking the glass half full. But it's probably also
0: true. Yeah. Just look at it as an opportunity. There you go. Right? It's like in sales, right? You're just looking for the solution.
1: Every no leads you closer to a yes.
0: That's right. What's the solution?
1: Maybe it's time to start a new army. Just like a dating strategy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Um, All right, we'll see if there's any other good questions. Uh, Voidwrath, uh, yeah, people make mistakes, man. We also didn't see the Castellan list either. And that was just as powerful Mm -hmm. as Iron Hands are proving to be. So it's like sometimes these things just get missed. And uh, it sucks. But just think about all the things that you that got caught that you didn't know about.
0: That's true. <laughs> of all the things that are horrible, just think of how many things that Reese and Frankie and the rest of the, the people that helped Games Workshop out know how many things they did catch and they stopped. Because <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> which, which would have come out. Yeah. And I actually do hear these things actually sometimes and it, I have to stop what I'm doing and really listen.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, because there's a lot of stuff that you don't even know about.
1: There's so much stuff that they didn't, that they got It's like, it's like if there's a
0: superhero that saves the world consistently People have no idea. They're like, "Oh, we almost got hit by a comet again but or a meteor." But but no he, idea. He
1: fails one time and everyone's dead. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they see him like accidentally, like you know, smash a puppy when he's trying to get it out of a tree. Yeah. everyone hates him. But they didn't see him punch the the comet out of the way. There you know? go. So
1: there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's oh, we'll, we'll talk about one more. variant. thank you so much for your continued subscription. We really appreciate it. Uh, Trotsky DM says chaos. It, it's tough for chaos because they. Um, uh, he feels that assault is weak. Assault is is not weak. Um, but the one thing I really, w- if, if chaos had an easier way to avoid Overwatch, they'd be excellent marine killers because their their melee is so strong. Um, and humorously, someone in chat had mentioned warp talons. And before everybody starts laughing, uh, remember you can uh, warp talons ignore Overwatch when they deep strike, and there is ways to speed them up. Um, to make the charge more likely out of Deep Strike. It's still, you know, it's not a guarantee by any means, but uh, th- that is a tool in your toolbox as a Chaos player that you might want to think about because uh, you can, it would really help overcome some of the things that are making it tougher to get into combat, right? Anything that you have that ignores Overwatch or using buildings, mm-hmm. charging from through walls, stuff like and that. And funny enough, Blood
0: Angels have a tool for that. Yep. They have the the what is it the wings of vengeance or whatever it's called the jump pack that, that you can have a character ignore overwatch
1: yep so, so it's you know like i said there, there's no perfect solution but start looking for things maybe things in your codex that you've ignored up until now because it didn't feel like it was um uh, like a viable choice well now look look for that utility oh i can i can overwatch i have some way to target a character uh, I can hold something in combat. Those are the things you really want to try and find if it, if you have those tools available okay. to you, which most armies do in some way. Um, those are the things you're going to want to start pulling out of your toolbox, in addition to your MEQ killers. Mm-hmm. So, at any rate, uh, yeah, lots we've to talk about. Gone on a bit longer. Yeah, yeah, we've gone a little long on this show, but you know it's a hot topic, as they say. It's
0: true. It's nice to have stuff to talk about. All uh,
1: right. And thank you all for joining us for the live show. We enjoyed having you. We hope you enjoyed listening to it. Maybe you learned learned a little bit and uh, have a little bit more positive attitude uh, towards it right now. Right, and remember,
0: wise words. If you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> it's there my motto, know. family. The Butler family motto. <laughs> it's on my house.
1: Right uh, Instantly join them. And re- we'll end it on something that some wise words, my pappy. Mm -hmm. always would tell me nothing is ever as good or as as bad as it at first appears
0: okay i like
1: that one that's a better one he you know what he's a wise man there you go he's a wise man all right everybody uh we hope you enjoyed the show and we look forward to speaking to you next week for episode 659 of signals from the front line where we'll probably still be talking a lot about space marines
0: but new release space Marines. yes And then
1: you guys can start being upset about the. Trust me, you have a lot
0: to be (laughs) upset about coming up.
1: Put your hands up because the
0: ride is still going. I'm just gonna say because I'm not gonna say anything specific. From what I've heard, little birds talking in the office. You, if you think iron hands are bad, just hold on. Just wait till you see what
1: salamanders (laughs) can do. There you go. It's just we'll leave it at that. Yeah, you have something to look forward to. Little teaser. Little teaser
0: all right right, everybody
1: uh talk to you all next week and until then happy gaming